Tell me about how this season has been for you. This, it must have been from where you were at the start. You must never have believed where you were going to be now. Just a drastic change, I suppose. Uh, starting off coming in as sort of like only, only coming into the start of the season, only having played a couple of games last year for the 21s, to then now playing only a couple of games for the first team. Do you know what I mean? So it's a massive change for me and I've just tried to do my best with whatever I've had to deal with. Mm. Tell me about the whole game first of all. How long did you, in advance did you know you were you were playing in that? Um, I didn't know for definite until the dressing room. I knew there was a chance, uh, sort of like when we're doing sort of team shaping, training, and things like that. But I didn't know until we got there. I think it was sort of more done to so that I could stay relaxed, sort of until until the game was there. But then after that, I was nervous, uh, really nervous. But and I just tried to just go out and just have a good warm up and just do everything I've done the same before. Mm. We certainly looked fairly comfortable considering it was your, it was your first yeah. Premier League game how did you think it went what went well and what um, what would you improve if you had it over again um, I, I wouldn't change much to my first game to be honest because I didn't want to obviously I wanted to go in there and do if I could be the best player on the pitch obviously that's what I wanted but realistically that's not going to happen in my first game so I just tried to be steady and defend well and the first team uh, players were like talking to me and helping me out on what I needed to do and where I should start things like that so I think it just I just kind of got on with it and just tried to do as best as I could. How were the whole players? Did they sort of sense, you know, we've got a kid on his debut here, we're going to we're going to go down this side or yeah. was it was it was there any sort of sense of that? Uh, I don't know really, to be honest. I just I didn't really think of that during the game just if I had to deal with something if it happened again then I would just do it over and over again, but what I had to deal with I just tried to do my best with. Talk to me about your second game marking Alexi Sanchez. How like how was that for you? Yeah, that was nerve-wracking again. Um, just sort of like being in the dressing room and just seeing like... Because before I'm just a spectator, just kind of like before the games that I played, I was just a spectator looking in and I'm sort of saying to myself, who's the best in the Premier League right now? And thinking possibly him, you know? So, And then to be in the dressing room knowing that I'm going to have to come up against him, is it was scary. <laughs> it was scary. But again, I just tried to do the best I could and do everything that I've done before in that game hmm. well on the positive side you're never going to face anybody that good again yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's all easy street from yeah, here yeah. yeah it was tough it was tough how have you ended up being a uh, right back and I, I'm obviously referring to the fact that your father was a, a centre yeah, forward yeah, yeah. How, how, um, how's that come when out? I was young I started off as a striker all through like playing Sunday league sort of from about six up until say 10 years old I was a striker and then maybe played on the wing a couple of times but I was definitely a striker if someone asked me my position and then sort of when I come to the academy for a few years again I was a striker but then sort of like I think the coaches here in the academy kind of sense that maybe you might be able to do a better job somewhere else or you as well as being able to do well there you can do well somewhere else so then I started to sort of shift into midfield started playing sort of like centre mid and then uh, for, like that was my coaches kind of just and then I only saw it as a positive thing because if I could play two positions and that, like I can be taken for more opportunities do you know what I mean and then and then as I got older I got to about an, uh, under 15, 16s and then I started to kind of play right back again I think it was just there was a case of if I wanted to play for the older boys or at a higher level then that was where I was going to have to fit in because the people in front of me were better than me at, at that time because they're older than me so I just kind of 
found a place to fit in in that position and then done well there and I think that's where suits me the best really is it, is it a case of the best player at under 10s, 11s, 12s always plays up front and then you find your <laughs> position later on? Is that how it works? Uh, not really. I suppose maybe maybe in when you're, say, in Sunday League or something, you've got the best dribblers up front and the ones who can just kick it maybe the furthest, like playing further back. But when you come to play in academy, then it's. I think everyone's good in their own position. It's kind of like they're more, they're more like, adapted to their positions and things like that. So I think it's just what the coaches in the academy can kind of see in you is the surname a help or a hindrance um, a lot of people ask me things like that and say sort of like do you feel added pressure and that but it's, it's all I've known since I've grown up like I haven't really it's not like I went from a change of n- no one sort of like like from say my dad not playing to all of a sudden playing then it was a big change for me oh I've got, I've got this pressure it's just all I've ever known so it's, it's not really a pressure to me it's just something that I have to get on with and I don't really notice a difference if you see what I'm saying. Yeah, so. absolutely. So, how's the conversation in the in the car home after the game? Is it like <laughs> yeah. we're not going to talk football? We're talking about something else, or is he? You should have done this. You should have done this. No, I wouldn't say he's. You should have done this. You should have done this. But he definitely tries to help me because he's been in it before. So, I think he just tries to help me. And then if the, if there's scenarios where I could have done anything better, then he'll tell me. But he won't tell me in like a way that's going to make me sort of go into my shell or anything like that. You know, just just in a like a constructive kind of way, which. I've, I'm very grateful that I've got. How um, your you and and Reese and and Michael to some extent as well are obviously sort of trailblazers at the moment. You know the first players that we've actually taken out of our academy and put in our first team. How has that changed the atmosphere among the under twenty ones, the under nineteen, who, who you're obviously still training with and, yeah. and playing with? Is the, the that sort of optimism now? Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Ever since uh, like Chris has come in, you've kind of been able to see like a, a pathway to the first team and obviously with a couple of us being able to play it's it's the other boys can see it and that's what they want so they're just trying even harder to get there so you've in the squad there's like more players starting to be on the bench and more players in the squad not quite making the bench but like it's 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 better than sort of like has been for a long time because the players are actually being able to see it and it makes them even more hungry than than they are before Chris Ramsey came in, were you sort of thinking, the, you know, the best chance I've got of some action here is a loan deal? Was that was that how you were thinking, or did you, you know, you always believe that you could smash through the glass ceiling? Not really, to be honest. I'd kind of because I hadn't really played or anything like that up until then. I just kind of saw it as whenever I come over to say train with the first team, I just thought to myself that like, I'm just going to do as well as I can. It's a great experience to be learning off of some of these players and playing against them. So it's almost like I didn't really think of it as. Oh, I'm going to. I'm coming over here to play. It was more coming over here to just. I'm. Just, I can improve against these players. So it was a bit of a different kind of look that I had until, obviously, I, I played. And then it's like after that, it's like you're training because you're thinking to yourself, "Wow, like I, I, I want to play the next game now." So how did you get spotted by QPR in the first place? Um, there was a trial game uh, under. I think it was an under-11 trial game or, or something like that when I was about 10 years old and it was just on the 3G and a, a load of sort of like Sunday league teams like had a couple of boys in each uh, in each team and it was like we just played, I don't know, like uh, say half-hour matches and then if you were lucky enough to be picked then you were you were lucky enough. So And uh, me and another boy from my Sunday league side managed to sign so I was very pleased with that and then just I couldn't wait to play kind of thing. Where do you see yourself going from from this point is it QPR first team all the way is it a, lo- a potential loan deal somewhere else or you know how do you see it going I just want to keep developing so whatever route I have to take I have to take but I just want to get better and better and see like if I can play again when I can play again and hopefully do it for a long time 
Do you get the um, the sense that the fans are obviously really keen to have younger players in the team? Do you get the sense that they'll maybe go a bit easier on you than they perhaps otherwise would? Is that is that pressure sort of off a little bit because we're so desperate to see you come in and do well? Yeah, obviously, you, I think the main pressure that you put on yourself is just the fact that you yourself want to go in there and do well. So whether the fans have that pressure on you or not, you've still got it from yourself. So there's still that pressure that you put on yourself to do well. So you just try and go out and do as best as you can, really. Did you grow up watching QPR then, when you, with your dad playing yeah, up yeah. front? Were you there for all his, his playoff goal and, yeah, and yeah, things yeah, like that? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was there for the Oldham one, yeah. That was, a, <laughs> that was a crazy moment, I remember that. But yeah, I definitely have sort of grown up watching them through the leagues and everything. And then to play for them was... I still almost can't believe it now, but sort of like watching them like that and then playing for them was just unbelievable. Yeah. So, how old were you at that at that sort of point? I mean, if we take the playoff goals, how how old? Um, were you? I'm not sure exactly. I'm, I must have been around ten. So, yeah. Uh, I'm a, yeah, about I think I was about eight, about eight or nine. Yeah, years old. So that was yeah, I was only young but I felt the place erupt then like I've never yeah. never felt it before. Yeah, yeah, never again since, as it, as it turns out. But. Um, but your dad had a difficult start at QPR yeah. um, and there was the, the Chelsea thing sort of yeah. weighed against him and he won everyone over and turned out to be a sort yeah. of cult hero down there. How aware of that were yeah. you coming to games as a goodness, kid? That's only something that I've been told about really because I, I didn't really, I suppose I wasn't really knowing about that when it was happening so I, I've only been sort of like told about that so I didn't really experience it myself. So. Okay. So, but first team aim for for next season, regardless of the division. That's that's where you sort of see yourself now. I'd, I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Yeah. The QPR podcast is in association with One Hundred One GreatGoals dot com for post match Premier League press conferences, FIFA fifteen videos, freestyle clips, and much more. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at youtube.com dot com slash One Hundred One GreatGoals YT. <laughs>